Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer uh, do the best I can to make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and to teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give and I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve and I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning I want to encourage you guys. I know many of you are looking at the situations around the world and seeing all the madness, if you will, that is surrounding um, us as a people that are born again and spirit-filled. And we know that the Bible tells us that these type of times will come, Jesus tells us, as it was in the days of Noah. And if you study the book of Enoch, you will see the book of Jubilees, the book of Yasher, and they give you some insight as to what was happening in the time of Noah, in the days of Noah. And a lot of what we're seeing today is we're witnessing that. We know also that the disciples came to Jesus and says, what does the end of the age look like? And he said, you know, you're going to have wars and rumors of wars. And when you look at some of the language that Jesus was talking about, when you break it down, it, it means tribe against tribe, nation against nation. That terminology, nation against nation, was uh, deal, dealt with uh, tribe, people, different types of people and beliefs and so forth. And we're looking at the tribalism of the world right now that is happening all around us. Every tribe is at war, if you will. And the Bible tells us that this is going to be um, leading up to much more drastic behavior. And we see the spirit of anger and violence have been let loose to a degree. We know that uh, the Bible tells us that um, in the last days also that some of those angels that were kept at bay, um, uh, the ones out of the 200 that had um, decided to vacate heaven to come and uh, mingle with women and so forth, there are several of them that were 
trapped here as far as punishment, and we know that several of them will be released in uh, the last days. And I believe that um, there's a couple of them, the Bible tells us, that will lead up to the war of uh, with Israel and um, uh, uh, Iran and, and uh, those type of guys, all these different wars, that a couple of those guys will be released. We know that Gog and Magog, that war is issued or governed or uh, sanctioned, if you will, by a couple of those guys, again, that has been released. And if you look at the Bible, you'll see that. And we're watching some of it because it tells us that they will whisper into the um, the leader's ears to come up against Israel and so forth. Um, it's really interesting to watch the whole entire world is losing their mind over this property that God said that's mine and that people is mine. Why is that? Because the enemy knows that those are God's people and he wants to destroy anything that has to do with God, but he seemed to forget that he's on a timeline and we know that there's even an angel, he's not even equal to God. We know that there's an angel, Michael, that kicked his butt and his people and all of his, the third of his, um, uh, his, uh, uh, angels that were with him. So we know that he's a loser, but he has to show up and act up, if you will, to do whatever God's will is because the Bible says that will be done on the earth as it is in the heavens. So he cannot, um, do anything unless God will is to be accomplished. But most of you guys are feeling discouraged, and I want to talk to you, those that are discouraged. There's a scripture where um, David was uh, discouraged as well. Let me take you to 1 Samuel 30, verses 6, and it says, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his son, and for his daughter, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And so we are seeing that this madness that is happening between um, the children of Israel and the Palestinian and um, the whole world has lost their minds um, supporting, quote-unquote, I believe they're supporting Hamas, not the Palestinian, because if the Palestinian people want peace, they need to join with Israel and take out that cancer that is Hamas so that they can have peace. Because yeah, I think it was 17, 18 years ago when that uh, Israel gave them that piece of property and they allowed Hamas to come in and usurp it from them and took control. And those guys, their sole purpose is to destroy Israel. That's it. That is why they have no peace there. And they need to side with Israel so that Israel can take out Hamas. They're the ones that allow them to to come in. And so Israel has to do their job and take them out. And then they will be able to have that peace that they're asking for. And we see that Hamas really doesn't care about the, the, the Palestinian people. They're just about an agenda. So they will uh, assimilate within that people so that when Israel come after them, they will, of course lift the babies that um, the Palestinians that are dying um, because of the war that they have created and have the whole world crying, look what these people are doing. And those Palestinians ought to realize who they are and stop with this nonsense because they cannot go to the Arabs to 
because the Arabs do not look at them as brothers. And we all know this because a, um, a, none of them is coming to their aid. It takes the President of the United States to go and beg um, the Egyptians to come and uh, to the aid of the Palestinian people. Because, again, the Arabs don't look at them as anything. They look at them as a, a mixture. Of, they feel that the Palestinians basically um, a mixture of people from uh, Rome, uh, people from uh, uh, Mongolians and Greeks, and a, a mixture of that. So they don't consider them pure blood Arabs. And that's why they don't come to their aid. They look at them, as I've said before, you guys hear me say that they look at them as a mutt. And because they don't, they don't look at them, they don't respect them, they don't care about them. And Israel is the one that wants to have peace with them. And if they really want peace, help Israel, partner with Israel to get Hamas away from there. And then you Palestinians need to get yourself together, pick leaders that will be able to manage that place and create infrastructure so that your people will not allow another terrorist group to come in and usurp uh, control and cause this particular damage upon your people. And you need to see who you uh, you are and what you are. You need to partner with them in order to get this stuff straightened out so you can get back into peace. But here we talk about those that are discouraged because of what we're looking at. Many people are discouraged. But the Bible tells us that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And so many of you and I have to go and encourage ourselves in God. Uh, Simon Peter answered and says, Lord, to whom? Where are we going to go, man? You know, um, you're the one that have the answer. You're the one that have eternal life. Um, I need to come with you. And a lot of people are forgetting that God uh, is still in this equation. God is still out there. He still exists. And um, what is happening, as I said to you, God is that equalizer that you guys are not aware of. And all you need to do is just watch. Many of you need to be quiet and watch and see what happens. Let's take a look at Psalms 18.6. It says, In my distress, I called on the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Verse 18, They uh, prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. And so I want to encourage you guys to allow God to be your refuge. Don't let what's happening around you cause you to be uh, distressed, as the psalmist says. It says, depart from evil and do good. Speak peace and pursue it. Begin to speak peace. You, you, you want to say things that you don't know anything about. Why don't you just worship God and, and uh, lift your hands up and uh, uh, your heart and your mind and begin to focus on him. Get your focus off of what's going on around you. And the Bible says that we ought to uh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. And I want to help you guys to get your eyes off of all the distress that is happening uh, around you. For this, uh, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. For um, 
and I know who I am persuaded that he is able to keep which I have commanded unto him against that precious day when he shows up. And we want to help each other as brothers and sisters in Christ, not to focus as to what is happening around the world, because it can cause you to become and walk into a space of distress. And uh, the Bible is telling us that don't focus on that. Uh, the psalmist says it real well. He says, uh, David encouraged himself in the Lord and use this time to encourage yourself in the Lord. Uh, worship him. Take your eyes again, as I stated, off of your situation, off what's going on around the world. The Bible loves, tells us that God loves us so much that he is, he's going to protect us and comfort us like a woman, a mother comforts her child. And so we have a father. We're not comfortless here. We're not left alone. We have a high priest, the Bible tells us, that understands what we are going through. We have the Holy Spirit, the comforter that is here to comfort us in our dark times, in our distress. Lift up your eyes. I want to encourage you. Lift up your eyes and look at Jesus. Lift up your eyes and look at the Holy Spirit. And uh, invite the Word into your life. Help yourself by bringing the Word into your situation so that you can become a worshiper of God. The Bible tells us that Abraham, um, he worshiped God. And as he worshiped God, the Bible says he became fully, fully persuaded that God was able to do what he said he was able to do. That God has um, whatever you commit unto the Father that he's able to do. Uh, um, Timothy said it as well. He says, I, I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed. And so I want to encourage all of you guys because I know it is a distressful time and one can be broken in a time like this. The Bible tells us that God is close to the brokenhearted. There's many, many things going on in the world today. The Palestinian people are suffering at the hand of what's happening here. But we know that this has to be done in order for peace to be in that area. And so we pray for these families. We pray for the children. We pray for the mothers and, and daughters of the dads and the brothers and sisters that are there both for the Jewish people and for the Palestinian. And we pray that God would help them to root out this cancer that is named Hamas so that peace would be brought into that area and the women and, and children and fathers and sons can understand and receive a, a break, a time of peace so that they can enjoy their life while they're here on this earth. Father, we know that you are... Uh, the Bible tells us that you're willing that none should perish. And we pray for each and every one of those, both the Palestinian and the Jewish people, that this particular time you will do uh, marvelous work, protect uh, and save many of those, Lord God. But we know that life is precious, and we pray for both um, uh, parties within this time because it can be a time of distress. And we see what is happening around the world, and the world is traumatized as to this war. But we know, Father, that it's a cancer that needs to be dealt with, and uh, war is an ugly thing. But we pray that you would protect the people, the people, Lord God, the families, the um, sisters, the brothers, the mom, the dad, the daughters, all of those babies, Lord God, 
that are being um, uh, that are being slain as a result of this war. And we ask that you would be mindful of all of them, both sides, Father, and that you would show your hands mighty. I pray that you would bring in your army. The Bible says that you have armies that are out there. That and when we saw some of those armies that are in within uh, uh, that took place with Moses and the release of the children of Israel, bring some of those armies out so that you can flush out those guys that are hiding within those tunnels so that this thing can be over with, Lord God, and that peace would be there for the moms, the dads, the brothers, the sisters of both sides. And I pray that you would give the men and women uh, the wisdom necessary to assist within this time. And those, Father, that are outside of the trauma, that are being traumatized, I pray for them as well, that this time of distress would be uh, not a long time, Father, for the Bible tells us that the, uh, this, the heart can't take this for much longer. So I pray for these people and that you would deliver them and bring peace in that region because you tell us that we ought to be praying for peace. And I pray that you would guide each and every one that is distressed today, that you would bring them out so that they can enjoy and know who you are. In Jesus' name, the Bible says, The just shall live by faith. You walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.